Thanks so much for joining us, Representative Wintrow. You had an op-ed expressing disappointment in the special session, um, and particularly the pieces of legislation that aren't included. What do you wish the legislature were taking up in the special session? Well, thanks, Melissa, for having me on the show. Yeah, I, I'm pretty disappointed that we're even having a special session right now unless it was really focused on how to control this virus and the health and safety needs of our community. You know, there are real, a lot of people really struggling right now, you know, paying the bills, paying their rent, buying groceries, trying to figure out how to get to work. Um, I wish we would focus on the lives of everyday Idahoans instead of some of the conspiracy theories and ideologies and the kind of the infighting that I'm seeing that's going on in the Republican Party, which is so unfortunate. But there are issues that you said in your op-ed that need to be addressed specifically surrounding elections and the ability to conduct those safely and effectively. Yeah, you know, the current bills that are being introduced, I'm, I, I try to talk to Phil McGrain a little bit about those, my own clerk. I'm still not fully convinced that those are necessary. Um, I can understand, the one thing I do support is he's requesting a week's time to start entering the data. The clerks are asking, instead of counting all the ballots on election day, give us, you know, let us start opening them a week ahead so we can have all the information out because of the expected increase in ballot numbers through the mail, which I totally get that. I'm still not sure how shrinking from 45 to 30 days will impact voters. I understand that's going to help them with staffing issues, et cetera, and preparing the ballot, but Still, we need to answer the questions of will the voters see an impact and how will that affect their ability to get their ballots in? And the big question I do have is on the voting centers. Right now, the way it's written and as I'm understanding it, it would limit the number of places that somebody could go and vote. Right now, there are polls everywhere. It's accessible. It's easy. Uh, voting centers, I think, might increase crowds and increase public health and safety issues. So I'm not convinced on the voting center either. Um, so I will look forward to testimony and learning more about that issue since I didn't sit on that committee. You, you said that you wish that if, if there were a special session that lawmakers were, would consider um, proposals to get the virus under control and to help families in need right now. And some of those are fairly complex issues. And meanwhile, the governor said what you'll be considering next week are consensus pieces of legislation. Do you think you could have reached a consensus on some of the issues that you've brought up? Uh, probably not. <laughs> um, you know, it seems so, I'm just so dumbfounded these last several months that we've politicized a public health issue. I mean, this is a deadly virus. Uh, we've seen young people, middle-aged people and older people die from this virus. It's not just the common flu. And I think we're treating it in a very cavalier way. Um, and I have heard even on our governor's calls with legislators, just such differing opinions about whether we should use masks or not. Well, it's not about an opinion. There are medical experts who have told us through their research that if you wear a mask, that's one of the best ways to reduce the risk of getting the virus. It doesn't eliminate it for sure, but it will reduce the, um, the spread because it is a respiratory virus. So 
Um, I don't think we would have come to consensus on that either, or some of the other health issues that I think are necessary. So I guess that's why I don't, I really am not convinced a special session is necessary. I think the whole, con the whole process has been very convoluted over the summer. And it's really taught me that if you stomp enough and kick your feet hard enough, you might get your way. <laughs> but I still don't think the folks that were kicking and screaming got their way because they wanted to control the governor's authority and his ability to spend the federal dollars. And that's not what we're addressing. Well, let's talk about your safety concerns with the special session since you brought up masks. Legislative leadership is not requiring masks um, at the special session. Can you talk a little bit about the concerns that you brought up in your op-ed? Yeah. Well, you know, here I, I, I consider myself in a demographic that should be concerned. You know, I'm in my mid-50s. <laughs> I've worked hard all summer to follow guidelines to... I think the only places I've gone are for walks and gone to the grocery. In fact, my vacation was in the wilderness. I worked so hard to stay safe and now because of work, I'm being called back into a public area that I think is gonna be a health and safety risk for me and many others. Ada County is a hot spot. We'll have people coming from all over the state here and then leaving. And um, if we don't have, um, agreed upon risk reduction guidelines, I think that opens ourselves up for increased risk. Um, and that increased risk, we talk about it so cognitively, but I don't know anybody that wants to be on a respirator. I don't know anyone that wants to risk that this virus could affect their heart and kill them. I don't wanna be that person. I take this very seriously, but I also take seriously my role as a legislator. I've been elected to represent my constituents. And so I have made the choice that I will go to the session, I will wear a mask, I will try to keep my distance, I will take my PPE uh, kit and try to do everything I can to protect myself and others. But I think it is unfortunate that we are not seeing leadership in this crisis to say, look, this is the medical recommendation and to keep us all safe to do the state's business, we all need to do this. Instead of leaving it up to opinion, and feelings and politics. You can see I'm getting go, a little wild there. <laughs> I wanna go back to something you said about people who are kicking and screaming and getting their way. Uh, you also acknowledge that people who are very conservative, Republicans, are not having some of their proposals um, considered at the special session either. So is that really a fair criticism when there are only three pieces of legislation that will be brought before the legislature during the special session and they were uh, supported by the majority of the committee members? Yeah, well, I think it speaks to the overall broader politics and fighting that's going on right now. You know, there have been um, a lot, there have been folks in a certain faction of the Republican Party who want a special session and some of their constituents are emailing me from across the state because they're not pleased with the governor and his approach to the crisis. Um, and there's the desire to control his authority. Well, the governor, I don't think would ever call a special session to, you know, to basically challenge his own authority. But I do think because of that loud kicking and screaming, um, 
there's a little bit of an olive branch extended to say, okay, you want a special session, we're going to have one, um, even though the specific topics are not being addressed. And in some cases, it might be the same folks who wanted that are now probably not as pleased with the civil immunity bill because it allows the government to kind of get off the hook of some of the orders that it's making. So those are some of the emails I'm getting from across the state about that bill. Considering that it is going to take a little bit of work for legislative services uh, to set up the House and Senate so that social distancing is possible. Um, do you think that there's any way that a special session could be conducted in a safe manner? No. Um, I think what we're doing is to reduce risk, but as, as safety and health experts have said over and over, um, wearing a mask, social distancing, all those things does not basically eliminate risk. We're reducing it. Um, it's not going to prevent us from getting the virus, but we're reducing risk. We're mitigating it. So I think to have the special session where, you know, 70 of us in the house will be crowded together, which um, supersedes the mandates of our own county and medical um, expertise, we're basically saying, okay, we're going to risk and we're trying to mitigate what that risk is. But that's what I've been trying to calculate as a legislator. Is it worth it to me? I take very seriously my elected responsibilities, but I'm going to be sitting in there with 70 people knowing that no matter how well we do it, it still doesn't eliminate all the risk. And I could be, or someone else could be infected and you know, it could be deadly. And so I think that's, that's a very serious concern. What happens if legislative leadership uses these same recommendations and guidelines for the regular session in January where you'll conceivably be there for at least three months? You know, this is a really tough situation because I think folks have discussed different hybrid models where some folks would be on, um, you know, a Zoom and some people could be seated places, but, you know, it has to be all or nothing for all of us because when you're in person with folks, it's different than being on a screen. Right. We know that pretty clearly. I'm really pleased with technology and the things that we've been able to do, but it doesn't level the playing field of decision making. It has a certain impact. So no matter what, I think the legislative session should either be all technologically zoomed in, et cetera, um, instead of some kind of a hybrid. But I, I'm not sure. Again, the way the numbers are going, we are seeing a decline in some of the um, reports here in Ada County, but the death toll is increasing. Um, I, I just don't foresee us as a state coming together and really combating this in the way we need to. And so I'm really um, not sure what's going to happen for this next legislative session, honestly. Right. Representative Wintrow, thank you so much for your time. Thank you.